the Morphin Grid, connected all together, all life, across the multiverse. Good and evil, yin and yang. The grid calls for heroes and villains alike to fill the roles. Welcome to Universe 19, my fellow grid travelers. This podcast is a production of the Three Ranger Bros Studios, in association with Zio to Hero the Podcast.
You've got to change, so break the chain Must you think it's real? Heartache is what we're born to feel It's so illusory No time to lose, locate your roots Don't untie the bands of friendship Wrapped around the hands that hold our loyalty You've got to change, so break the chain Use all the strength to silence the pain Don't be afraid, the world is your stage Go! Common Rider Kiva, Chapter 9 House Party Shinzo and Penny took a long sigh as they watched Sean loaded the last crate filled with homegrown vegetables in the truck. He then turned to Penny. Princess, are you sure you're going to be okay with this? I'm going to be gone for 70 hours, Sean said. Hey, this is a golden opportunity to turn this whole growing thing into, well... You know, a business. You humans seem to love doing this sort of stuff. I say go for it, Penny told him. Okay, you protector now, Sean demanded, pointing at Shinzu. You've got my word, it is kind of my job. Now go, Shinzu replied. Then Sean climbed into the truck, and suddenly it revved to life. Sean waved before he drove off. So we've got two days without Sean. We'll be alone in his very nice big house, Shinzo stated. Yeah, usually humans, when their significant parent or guardian leaves for the weekend, they usually throw a house party, Penny replied. I mean, we ain't all human, but we could try human tradition every now and then, Shinzo suggested with a cheeky grin. Might want to wake up Komori and tell him that he ain't gonna, uh, like having house guests because he's gonna be loud, Penny chuckled. Then they spent their day in school. Sending texts, talking to the big school gossips, making sure everyone spread the word. By 7pm that night, Shinzo and Penny were dressed in their finely dressed uh, clothes, and they presented food and drinks, and the house was packed. They made sure that they boarded up Sean's garden so no one would get in, and the music was thumping the ground. The drinks were flowing, people were dancing and chatting, and Shinzo and Penny were mingling. Shinzo walked through the crowd kitchen, when suddenly Penny came running up to him. Did you invite Jacob or Tony? Penny asked. You do realise they're older than me, right? Well, technically older than me, and they have jobs. I'm not going to invite them to our little shindig here, Shinzo muttered. Thought you guys were, like, all goody-goody, best friends in your little team-up at Christmas, Penny asked, confused. Yeah, common Rider stuff, not friends, if that's what you mean, Shinzo grunted. All right, okay, Penny retorted. Why you ask, anyway, Shinzo asked at her. Well, there is someone here who has a very weak common Rider aura. Penny told him. Are you sure? Shinzo muttered. Penny nodded. If you get a better look at him, let me know, Shinzo told her. Penny took a sip of a drink, tapped him on the shoulder, then pointed at some guy staring at them. That's him, and I don't recognise him. Penny said. No, I don't recognise him either, Shinzo muttered. Go talk to him, Penny grunted, nudging him in the shoulder. Shinzo walked over to the guy. He had black hair and a ponytail, and he wore a very nice white suit. Hey man, name Shinzo. I don't think you're in my school, Shinzo muttered. Marcus, and no, my cousin invited me, the guy said as they shook hands. Well, Marcus, it's nice to meet you. I hope you have a good time, pal, Shinzo said to him. Thank you, I think I will, 
Marcus replied. Shinzo then walked back to Penny and looked to her with a raised eyebrow. Yep, definitely a common rider. You sure he ain't friends with your friends? Penny asked. One, they're not my friends. And two, no, all the common riders at the time were in the Christmas town. Shinzo grunted. Shinzo looked back at Marcus, but he wasn't there. Shinzo took a long sigh, then he ran upstairs, unlocked his bedroom door, and swooped in. He closed the door behind him and tiptoed through the room. Yo, Komori. You okay? I know it's loud. You awake? He whispered. Dude, where are you? Shinzo muttered as he got no response. He then looked around the room, he checked Komori's little bed, the bathtub, and found no sight of the little mechanized bat. Shinzo checked the window, and it was closed. Shinzo then took a sigh. He whistled Komori's summoner whistle, but was met with no response. I swear he was here a couple hours ago, Shinzo muttered to himself. Then he walked out the room and locked it. He strolled down the stairs and entered the party. But as Shinzo walked through the house, he noticed that the whole house was empty. There was no people inside the house. There was no one partying. The music had gone quiet. The drinks stopped flowing. There was no dancing. The whole house was empty. Hello, Shinzo called out. He ran through the house and kept calling for Penny and Komori. Penny was dancing with her friends when she kept seeing Marcus watch her. She told her friends that she'd be back in a minute and she walked up to Marcus. Hey, have you got a problem? Penny asked with a hiss. Yeah, you're a fangar. You shouldn't even be walking amongst us, Marcus barked. Beg your pardon? How did you even know about that? Penny blurted as she felt shocked and confused. I know because it's my job to know, Marcus growled. You're a common rider, Penny blurted, feeling kind of personally attacked. And how did you know that? Marcus sneered. You've got your secrets, I got mine, Penny hissed. Then there was a high-pitched whistling noise. Penny walked over to the kettle thinking it was that. She looked at it, but it wasn't the kettle at all. She turned around to see an empty kitchen. Then she noticed that the whole house became empty. Shinzo, something funny's going on. Shinzo, Penny blurted. She ran up to the stairs and opened the bedroom door, knowing that Shinzo was supposed to check on Komori. She burst through and found an empty room there as well. What the hell's going on? Penny called out. Hello there, I'm Ty Tiger, the host of the Tiger Tales YouTube channels. Tiger Tales. Tiger Tales The Lost Stories, and Tiger Tales Game Over. All of them have fantastic storylines and fanfictions that I've written, but there is a bigger plot afoot. See, I've connected all these storylines with certain individuals that have multiversal godlike powers. These beings being such as William Cranston in my Power Rangers storylines, Mr. Pocket from my Marvel and DC storylines, then we have Takeshi in my Kamen Rider storylines. Then we have unique tales telling stories about certain mysteries, like Ace in the Color Matrix. And they are just a few. There will be more coming up soon. That being said though, if you want to know where these beings came from and what they're doing in my stories, then first off you need to learn about their leader, the boss, Sparks, and his family. A close-knit group of people trying to survive. You need to learn about the fights, the love, the trauma, the victory and the losses. 
And if you want to learn about Sparks and his friends and his family and the journey they had to take before making the mysteries, then tune in to Tiger Tales The Mysterious Origins, where you'll find original stories told by myself. All the stories there are original stories and all are connected and eventually will lead up to the mysteries. That's Tiger Tales The Mysterious Origins. I'll see you there. Marcus walked into the office. The chief gestured him to sit down. Marcus sat across the table. So your training is done. The common rider belt works just for you. And we think it's time you went into the field, the chief said. Sure thing. Where am I going? Marcus asked. Well, fan guys have been spotted around Blessington a lot, so you'll be headed back home, the chief told him. Okay, I understand. Shall I go pack then? Marcus said with a sigh. Marcus, remember, this is a Fangaya princess and the Kamen Rider is a half-blood. They are to be treated like the enemy, the chief roared. Marcus nodded, then left the office. After packing his bag, he was escorted back to Blessington, where he was first found for the Kamen Rider program. He got in his small apartment and went to go for a walk. He got a text from his subordinates to mingle with people his own age, and then gave him his address. Turns out that someone from the Blessington High School was having a house party. He found the house quite quickly, and he had a nice vegetable patch outside, but it was completely sealed off. He walked in and found the music was very loud, but he heard nobody inside. He walked in and everyone was unconscious laying on the floor. Marcus started checking people's pulses. Everyone was alive, just all passed out. He then saw it, the fangaya feeding on someone. Hey! Marcus barked, then all of a sudden he felt incredibly woozy, like he was suffering from a hangover. The room started spinning, Marcus dropped to the floor, and the fangaya crept over to Marcus. Ooh, another one, the fangaya growled in delight. Marcus then passed out himself. As he opened his eyes, he saw that he was then in a party. Everyone was dancing, drinking and chatting, and he looked around all confused. Then suddenly, someone came walking up to him. Hey man, name's Shinzo. Don't think you go to our school, the guy said. Marcus introduced himself and lied about where he came from. He shook Shinzo's hand, still standing there rather confused on what just happened. Thank you all for listening to that story. I hope you enjoyed it. Just a reminder that all my fanfictions are just that, fanfictions, and does not mean to infringe on the mainstream continuity that it's from. Now, I'd like to take a little bit of time to thank all those that support me. First off, you have the Three Ranger Bros Studio, which consists of myself, CosplayDude637, my Parabatai and dear friend, Ty Tiger, with all his YouTube channels, Tiger Tales, and his new podcast, the Tiger Nexus Podcast. Then, of course, last, but definitely not least, we have Mark, the Red Cornish Ranger, with his podcast, Nerds Through Comics. And then there's the guys at Zero to Hero, the podcast. Jim and Billy, the bulk and skull of podcasting. Anything nerdy you think you have ever talked about, I guarantee they have an episode about it. So definitely go check them out. Then we have Jared over on If You Give a Dad a Podcast. An amazing guy, a dad like myself that just loves talking to nerdy people about every subject. So definitely go give him a listen also. Then there's Jacob, a.k.a. The Iron Avenger on TikTok and Instagram. We also have to give a shout-out to Ben, the Baker Ranger. And last but not least, there is Tony, our good friend. 
and an honorable mention to the late, great Rebel Ranger, Sam. We love you, we miss you. Every person I just mentioned is a member of the Zeo to Hero Network. Now, I'm going to take a little bit of time to mention some of the friends of the Zeo to Hero Network. First off, we have Casey from the Mighty Morphin Conspiracy Theories, Justin, aka A-Crown, from the Author's Crown YouTube channel, Johnson of Western Strike, Rob, aka Lightning Collector 2021, James, better known as Beauty underscore Baba Yaga, Justin the Green Spartan Ranger, and Michael and Nathan of The Power Trip. Everyone I just named it has been a huge supporter to me and my podcast, and if you can, go give them a follow. It would mean the world to me. Thanks a lot. Until next time, guys. Later days. the name of King Lexian, rightful ruler of Ednoi. I call upon the powers of light and truth to become Mask Rider. Ecto phase, activate! Now, villains, you shall know the power of the Mask Rider and the Power Rangers.